it's a new moon week and it's a crazy new moon week. So sit back and relax while you still can and I'll tell you all about it. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast for another week. It's a new moon week, my favorite weeks in some ways. Uh, For those of you who are new to moonology and just starting to understand how all this stuff works, I'll tell you, there is a new moon once a month. Now, the last new moon we had was actually a new moon eclipse. Then we had the full moon eclipse and now we are having the just a regular garden variety new moon. But it's a really intense one, so I'm going to tell you all about it, and I'm going to give you some strategies for how to make the most of it. But let's just talk about, just for a second, about the fact that we are now out of the eclipse season. So if your life has been quite tumultuous in the past few weeks, that will be why, because we were in the eclipse season, we were in the eclipse energy, and the way I see it, you know, we had the new moon eclipse took place in mid-October, the 14th or the 15th, depending where you were in the world, where you are in the world. Um, And it was a very intense one, you know, a bit about relationship reset, but also about power struggles. At the end of October, the 28th or the 29th of October, depending where you are in the world, we had the full moon eclipse in Taurus, which was um, in some ways a little bit less intense, But, you know, full moon eclipses are always a lot because they require us to move on from the past. So we've had a pretty intense month. Here we are, mid-November, and we have the new moon eclipse. And this time around, it's taking place in the sign of Scorpio. Now, I am going to just read you a little something from my Moonology Diary, which is the one for this year. And if you're watching this on YouTube, because we're now broadcasting this on YouTube as well as as a podcast, Uh, I'm holding up my Moonology Diary 2024, which is so beautiful. Like the 2023 is gorgeous. I think this is even more beautiful. It's got a black knight, a kind of golden moon with a sort of goddess headdress on and uh, just just generally beautiful work by um, Ali Vermilio, who also illustrated my Moonology Messages cards. Anyway, so I'm just going to read you a little bit from the from the um, the Moonology Diary. So clearly, 2023 wants to go out with a bang, not a whimper. Last month we had the eclipses, which I've just explained, and this month we have not another eclipse, but a really electric new moon. For a start, the new moon is taking place in the incredibly intense sign of Scorpio. Okay. Uh, And a little reminder, we all have Scorpio somewhere in our chart. I'm not dissing Scorpio. It's a very intense sign. Um, But we all have it in our chart somewhere. That's how it works. And by the way, if you would like to find out 
where you have Scorpio in your chart, I have a free chart for that. You can go to moonmessages.com forward slash free chart. So this new moon is taking place in the very intense sign of Scorpio. But moreover, it's taking place right alongside the planet of fire, drive and determination Mars. Okay, we have the new moon at 20 degrees of Scorpio and then Mars at 22 degrees of Scorpio. In other words, pretty much the same place. It's two degrees apart out of a 360 degree circle. So don't worry if you don't understand that. doesn't matter. All I'm saying is this new moon is triggering Mars and Mars is the planet of drive and determination, but it's also the planet of anger. And it has to be said, again, we all have Scorpio in our chart somewhere, but Scorpio is the sign that holds a grudge. Can be a good time to break free of a grudge. Uh, as I've written here, Mars is the planet of fire, determination and drive and in ancient astrology actually rules the sign of Scorpio. So in a way, it's a bit like having a match next to a fuse. Expect life to be quite lively, especially in the lead up to and the day of this new moon. Okay, so just be aware of that as you go through, especially if you're listening to this on Monday. You know, it kind of depends a bit on how what else is going on in your chart. Like if you've got Pluto opposing your sun right now and then we have this new moon or if you happen to have been born in the last sort of 10 days of the Taurus period or if you're born in the last 10 days of the Scorpio period, it does, it does depend on how intensely you'll feel it. But we are all going to feel this to an extent. And it is potentially a time where even if you're not feeling it, you might have to deal with someone who is, okay? So be aware there's this kind of heightened energy in the air this week um, because of this new moon. As I say in the book, wait, there's more. Last but certainly not least is the fact that this new moon is taking place in a really intense clash with the planet of craziness and chaos, Uranus, okay, which is really the icing on the cake. So what we have here, just to sort of, you know, paint the picture, we've got the new moon, which is always, I think, lovely, in the sign of Scorpio, which can be good for your sex life, it can be good for your spiritual practices, but it's taking place next to Mars, the planet of anger, which can be good because it could give you like a really fixed resolve, Scorpio being a fixed sign, a really fixed resolve to really start to go after your dreams. That would be one really good way to uh, to make this work, um, especially if you happen to um, work online. So it could be that or it could be just anger and upsets and, and all that. So be careful. And then, as I said, to reiterate, it's taking place opposite Uranus. Now, Uranus is the sign of chaos and craziness and liberations and awakening. So to have the new moon conjunct Mars opposite Uranus is a really intense, intense energy. I actually can't really overstate how intense that is. And, you know, one thing that could happen this week, which would be amazing, is it could translate as a sudden dawning of realization that you've been chasing after the wrong thing and now you're going to really go after what you want and it's come something completely different. You might liberate from yourself from a situation that's been suffocating or it could be there's a big turnaround in your life because Uranus is the planet of turnarounds. In fact, of radical turnarounds and radical change and radical awakenings and radical liberation. So by the same token, if you are stuck in something which does feel really limiting, so it could be in a relationship or a job or a flat share situation or whatever, where you're feeling really kind of hemmed in by everything, 
mind how you go this week because it's going to be very easy to just go whack get it all out of my way don't make any half-baked decisions don't go off half-cocked if you're thinking of doing something major this week if you can possibly resist the temptation which is very powerful this week because of the new moon opposite uranus you might just go you know what change now next or you might if you can control that impulse and you're like i'm not really sure am i just having a knee-jerk reaction try and breathe through it so on the one hand this is an amazing new moon to get yourself out of the doldrums so if you've been in the doldrums especially after the eclipse if the eclipse has knocked you sideways it's a really good time to kind of you know, Scorpio is always symbolized by the phoenix that rises from the ashes. So it can be a really good time to just decide, right, I am reborn. I am the phoenix. We are after the apocalypse. Um, and it can be a good time to move on from being upset about anyone or anything. So from that perspective, just say someone did you wrong. You know, sometimes that happens in life. And it may well be because before you incarnated here, you and that person who's done you wrong had a soul agreement that he or she would do you wrong and you would respond in the most enlightened manner possible. So maybe you have done that or maybe you haven't done that. If you haven't responded in the most enlightened manner possible, then now is a really good time to think, you know what? I actually think I could do better. You know, I could evolve. Uranus, actually, which is so implicated in this new moon, is actually about evolution. You know, it's about I can leave the past behind. That was then. This is now. And I'm going to evolve. Okay. On the other hand, the energies really are a little bit out of control. So mind how you go. Now, that is the truth. The energies this week are out of control. Mind how you go, but it's one of those weeks where, like I said, we don't have an eclipse, but honestly, in a way, this is almost second best. So even though I'm saying on the one hand, well, it's no longer the eclipse season, we can all afford to sort of oh, breathe out a little bit. At the same time, it's also possible that this new moon will feel like an eclipse. And if you didn't make the restart or the break or the evolution, or get the wake-up call that you were meant to get in the eclipse, it might come now. The thing is that Scorpio holds a grudge, okay? And again, we've all got Scorpio in our chart somewhere. Now is a really good time to release a grudge. If you have a grudge against someone, the only person that is hurting is you, okay? And I know sometimes it's extremely hard to forgive someone, but if you possibly can, I'm telling you, it will do you good. I know sometimes it's just galling to forgive someone for something that you think they've done or, you know, that you know they've done. And you can be so angry with them and you just can't see how you can possibly ever forgive them. I'm afraid I'm going to have to trot out that quote again from Buddha. Are you ready? I know it's a tough one. But holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. <sighs> Doesn't that feel like, isn't that a paradigm shift of that, that quote? And I know it's not easy. But this week, because of the energies in the air, because of the energies at the new moon, 
conjunct Mars opposite Uranus. If you can see your way to forgiving someone for whatever it is they've done or you think they've done, you will prosper. You will benefit and prosper. All right, I just want to end by saying that we also have a really nice Mercury-Venus connection on November 15, which is brilliant for conversations, for emails that you have to write, anything you have to write to do with love or abundance, anything you, if you want to declare your feelings to someone, if you want to let know someone how, let someone know how you feel, 15th of November, pretty much wherever, wherever you are in the world, or get in early on the 14th as the energies are building. So that's uh, that's that. And then also just note that this is a really good week for meditation, uh, not just because the energies are a bit off the scale and, and crazy, which obviously makes it a good week for meditation, but also because we have a Mars-Neptune trine taking place on November the 16th or 17th, depending on where you are in the world. I'm now going to give you a chant to help you tune into this new moon which is so electric because of the Mars-Uranus um, energy in there. And by the way, Mars is the planet of fire and Uranus is the planet of electricity. So what happens when you mix fire and electricity? You get... And that's really what we've got this new moon. So this chant that I want to give you this week is to the goddess Kali. She's a very intense goddess and she's more or less the goddess of destruction, but in a good way. You know, she doesn't just go and destroy things for the heck of it. Kali is very much about uh, destroying negativity, all right? So because this eclipse is so intense and because it's in Scorpio, which is the sign that I and many, many people associate with the goddess Kali, it seems like a really good time to call Kali in, okay? So we're going to call Kali in and I'm going to do that simply by invoking her name which I'm going to do by chanting it three times. And if you like this chant, I'll give you um, a URL afterwards where you can download it. Now, just before you invoke Kali, be aware that she is a super powerful goddess. She's the kind of goddess that in a way can be hard to handle, a bit like, I know, some crystals. There's one that they say, you know, if you bring it into your house, expect your entire life to explode. And uh, it's a bit like that. Kali is very much a destroyer energy. So really the point of bringing her in is to ask her to destroy any negativity in your life as you go through this really intense energy this week. And if, if you're listening to this at the end of the week and you're fine and nothing exploded, then it's great, you know, and just assume that your chart wasn't strongly affected. Hopefully you didn't meet anyone else who was also dealing with this energy who then poked and prodded you and provoked you. And hopefully you've got through it. But if you, if you have been through it, if you're listening to it and you're going, oh my God, I wish I'd heard this on Monday. It's okay. Carly has your back. Okay. So we're going to call in Carly and we're going to ask her to destroy any negativity that's standing between us and our higher self or our life purpose or us achieving whatever it is our soul incarnated here to. All right, so I'm going to chart this three times. If there's a situation in your life which has gone toxic, you know, or has a lot of negativity in it, this is the situation to kind of offer up to Carly as we chant. I'm going to chant her name three times. Here we go. Oh, 
just sit with the energy for a moment. Carly, we call on you to destroy any negativity in our lives that's standing between us and our true happiness, our serving the world, our living out our life purpose, looking after the people we love and looking after ourselves and achieving whatever it is our souls came here to achieve. Right. So there we go. Now, if you would like a copy of that chant, I'm actually going to make it into a chant that runs for 20 minutes, 20 minutes. So you can play it as you go to sleep. Okay, so the idea is you have the chant on your phone and you just play it as you go to sleep. So it can wash over you, it can wash through you, or you can listen to it when you're meditating with your earbuds or whatever, or you can just put it on, you know, when you're cooking or whatever. That's fine. You can do that as well. But the idea is to call in the Kali energy this week, this month, with the intention of cutting the ties that bind, which is very new moon opposite Uranus, releasing any anger, also very new moon opposite Uranus, opposite Mars, and basically trying to move on from any grudges. So I hope that helps you. Remember to go to moonmessages.com forward slash Carly Chant, K-A-L-I Chant, C-H-A-N-T. So go and get the Carly chant at moonmessages.com forward slash Carly chant. Have a good one and I will speak to you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you want to take Moonology to the next level and manifest the life of your dreams, join our growing community of magical people who come together to lift each other up as we meditate, manifest and reclaim the magic that has been inside us all along. Head over to mainlymoonologymembership.com and awaken your true powers. And if you're still listening, thanks for being here. I wanted to offer you a very special new moon visualization meditation. It's Yasmin Boland here with a new moon creative visualization meditation that's going to help you to consciously create your life. So please close your eyes and just start to become aware of the rise and fall of your breath. And just breathe lightly and easily. Just breathe and take a moment now to listen to the sounds you can hear in the room, wherever you are. And just breathe. Now take a moment to listen to the sounds outside the room, outside the building, wherever you are. See if you can hear anything. And 
just breathe. Now, I'm going to ask you to take three deep, vibration-changing breaths. So please breathe in, hold, and breathe out. Breathe in, hold, and breathe out. Breathe in, hold, and breathe out. Now, I'm going to ask you to bring to mind someone you feel really, really grateful for. Just think of that person that you are so grateful for, for their love, their help, their support, over the days, weeks, maybe even months, maybe even years. And just quietly in your mind or out loud, say thank you, thank you, thank you. And just breathe. Now I'm going to ask you to think of something you want to manifest in your life. Just bring it to mind. As long as it harms no one, it doesn't matter what it is. See it in your mind's eye like a film. I just want to make a special note for anyone wishing for love. It's far better not to visualize anyone else's face. Rather, see yourself in a warm embrace with someone whose face you can't see. It's much, much better to wish for a happy relationship than to wish for someone specifically. The new moon has always been a time for manifesting. For millennia, powerful women especially have been casting out their desires to the cosmos at the time of the new moon. So tap into that ancient history and think about something you really, really want. You can ask for anything. It's okay to wish for something spiritual, something emotional, a feeling you want to feel. That would be a wonderful thing to wish for. But you can also wish for something material. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. The human experience is physical, so it's okay to want to be comfortable in the physical. 
It's okay to wish for something that's going to make you or the people you love comfortable and happy or is going to make you feel good as long as it harms no one. Just imagine the feeling of having that thing. How good would it make you feel? Wouldn't it be wonderful? Revel in it. Enjoy it. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be lovely? As I am silent, visualize it. Feel it in your body. Enjoy the feeling of the wish fulfilled. What would you feel? Would you feel good? Enjoy feeling good. Just enjoy the feeling. And just a little note, if this made you feel uncomfortable at all or guilty for wanting something, pay attention to that feeling and work on it later. Work on feeling worthy. Do you feel worthy of your wishes? Make feeling worthy one of your new moon wishes. You could wish to know your own value. You could wish to feel worthy. And now go back to thinking about whatever it is that you want to attract in your life that you are opening up to receiving, that you are allowing into your life. Just imagine it in your mind's eye with a little smile on your lips as you enjoy the feeling and just breathe. And say thank you, universe. Thank you. You can replay this meditation every new moon. So now put your right hand between your breasts in the middle of your chest, which is your heart chakra. Put your hand there and now throw it out from your body as far as you can with the words, so be it. For the good of all or not at all, under grace in perfect ways. This has been Yasmin Bolin, the creative visualization, meditation for the new moon. Thank you for listening to the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you want to take Moonology to the next level and manifest the life of your dreams, join our growing community of magical people who come together to lift each other up as we meditate, manifest, and reclaim the magic that has been inside us 
all along. Head over to mainlymoonologymembership.com and awaken your true powers.